It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And joining the Upfront panel means that you're with Dick Bouchard once again here on Monday mornings. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. I certainly do appreciate that you uh, choose to listen to my Monday morning program, and I'm very pleased to bring it to you. I've got about four pages prepared for this morning's program, so we're going to get right to it. Florida is about to codify a law that will put a six-week abortion ban bill that will take effect on all Florida women. It passed by a vote of 26 to 13 in the Senate, and a vote uh, there was 70 to 40 in the House. Democratic lawmakers attempted to jam 58 amendments into the strong abortion legislation, all of which failed. Now, the votes in both branches is one of the most restrictive abortion bans in the nation, and Governor DeSantis sen, uh, signed the bill into law late Thursday night. My source is the LibertyDaily.com. So, six-week abortion ban affecting all Florida women. Amazon, not to be outdone, announced the forthcoming availability of multiple artificial intelligence products throttling the company into competition with other major technology firms like chat gpt that we told you about last week we spent quite a bit of time on it which recently unveiled similar solutions for consumers chat gpt that's an artificial intelligence language processing tool earned worldwide recognition as knowledge workers leverage its capabilities to execute tasks such as writing emails and writing computer code in a matter of seconds, something that originally took weeks. Amazon Web Services revealed on Thursday that the e-commerce big shots will introduce something called Bedrock which offers access to several AI models for text and images, as well as Titan, which includes two large language models that com complete tasks such as writing blog posts, extracting information from documents, and creating applications for personalization and search. Looking forward to learning more and more about artificial intelligence. And I came across something last week that shook me, that AI can now take, let's say, this program that you're listening to right now and duplicate my voice perfectly so that if you got a phone call from an AI computer, you would think it was from Dick Bouchard. Now, that stunned me and I asked some people in the AI community is it possible I could take the voice of Ted Lawrence who I was taught this business by at WGNY in Newburgh, New York and somehow uh, introduce his voice into my program I'd love to try and do that Ted Lawrence used to be a national announcer on WMCA in New York City, which was the uh, flagship station for the Mutual Radio Network. And I was so pleased to be taken under the wing of Ted Lawrence uh, on what Newburgh Free Academy called a work release program. Now, it was a work release program, but in those days, you didn't get paid, but you got taught. An industry. In my case, it was radio. And when Ted Lawrence would speak in the room, 
the entire room would vibrate. He had such a terrific voice. So, will AI be able to duplicate a voice as great as his? I'm dying to find out. How about that strange rainstorm that dropped more than two feet of rainwater on Fort Lauderdale, Dania, and northern Hollywood, where I happen to own a piece of property, and only some parts of Broward County? Most unusual. The storm dropped about nine inches in Miami, which is located in adjacent Dade County. NOAA flood warnings from only falling rain are most unusual, and the strange storm was a shock even to meteorologists who were, frankly, at a loss to even describe it. Live TV pictures showed aircraft at Fort Lauderdale Airport, FLL, to you people who do a lot of flying, with their landing wheels completely underwater. I-95, which never floods, was closed just west of the airport. It was impossible for aircraft to take off or to land. <laughs> Seems to me there there are some water-based aircraft, however, that go to the islands that I suppose could have landed. But frankly, I doubt that they would have even tried. Downtown Fort Lauderdale was littered with dozens of cars that were abandoned as floodwaters flooded city streets. couple of feet of rainwater described as more than 40% of the area's annual rainfall that fell in just eight hours, overwhelming all possible means of drainage. No rivers flooded. It was just as falling rain was concentrated in a small circle around the international airport that I've used many times. They normally have planes landing and taking off on their twin runways uh, as often as once a minute. For the first time in history, something called a flood emergency warning from rain was issued by the National Weather Service for the Fort Lauderdale-Broward County area. Let me tell you, that was something else. I mean, I've I've seen it rain pretty hard here in Woonsocket, you know, maybe for an hour or two, and it would flood an intersection. Can you picture eight hours of continuing rain in those amounts? Now, I spent quite a bit of time last week as I sat in for John Dion uh, while he was out in Michigan telling you about a plastics recycling intake center that caught fire in Indiana. The smoke from it could be seen for miles and even from space. Sunday morning, we learn a half-mile radius shelter-in-place order had been issued following a large chemical plant fire at the Panova Chemical Plant in Brunswick, Georgia. Emergency officials there issued a shelter-in-place order for a half-mile radius as numerous firefighters and agencies battled the flames. Now, the plant produces materials such as adhesives, glues, and even food products that are currently used every day. Firefighters came from as far away as Jacksonville, Florida, trying to bring that Saturday blaze under control, in case you hadn't heard about that one. I found out about it on the LibertyDaily.com. Former President Donald Trump and former Vice President Mike Pence were both guest speakers at the NRA Leadership Forum held in Indianapolis last week. Guess who got the rousing reception from the audience? Well, Pence was greeted to a handful of applause and 60 seconds worth of boos. Boo! 
While Trump got a standing ovation from the huge crowd filling the Indianapolis Convention Center. It's as clear, very clear, who the crowd was behind while Pence got booed. My sources, thelibertydaily.com and rumble.com. Well, did you hear we had another train derailment? This time it is much closer to us. It happened in northern Maine on Saturday. Seems a train carrying hazardous materials had derailed in rural Maine. But there's some good news here. According to Fox 23 Maine, Canadian Pacific Railway says one of their trains derailed about 8.30 Saturday morning. You may not have heard about it. They said lumber cars and three locomotives derailed about 15 miles east of Jackman. That's up in the Moosehead Lake region, in case you have a place in Maine. It was due to a track washout. Now, the train caught fire, and the company says it only involved the locomotives and the lumber cars and did not involve the hazardous materials cars that were also being dragged along by the engines, uh, and they... Uh, were not involved in the ensuing fire. Area residents were asked to stay clear of the area. My source for that was the dailymail.com, which, by the way, is published in England. So, of course, you wouldn't hear about that in a New England newspaper. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) You're listening to the Monday Morning Upfront program. My name is Dick Bouchard. And I'm here only on Monday mornings, and with rare exceptions, I sometimes do other talk shows when asked to. Okay, Uh, we're about to take our first break of the program, and uh, I've got a lot more to talk to you about. That is for darn sure, because there is so much, so much going on in the outside world. First... This message, by the way, it's 52 degrees in one socket. So what's in your appetite? At Grumpy's in South Bellingham, their menu is so expansive, we can satisfy any taste. You may want to try a Grumpy Signature Burger. There are 12 to choose from. And if you like seafood, try our broiled seafood sampler of haddock, scallop, shrimp, lobster, and a stuffed quahog to go along. And you might want to check out our Taste of Italy, too, from eggplant, parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, and many other Italian choices. And you may want to try a Grumpy Sirloin Steak. Young or a Bourbon Street steak tip dinner, all char-broiled to your taste perfection. And we have a nightly menu special and also weekend specials. Kitchen open Friday and Saturday till midnight. Restaurant open seven days a week. It's time to make it a Grumpy's experience today. Spring is here, and so is New Edge Lawns and Landscape. We're a full-service company offering general lawn maintenance, including weed control, fertilization, mowing, of course, taking care of your shrubs and hedges, dethatching, and we'll even do landscape lighting for you. But we do more than that. Call us for walkways, outdoor fire pits, patios, retaining walls, just to mention a few. And we do this both for the residential and commercial customer. We're a locally owned family business, so call Matthew and have him come over and give you an idea of what New Edge Lawns and Landscape can do for your property. His number to call, 401-999-5236, and you're calling a Woonsocket-based company. We're experienced in both big and small jobs for all kinds of residential and commercial properties. Whatever your problem, dream, or need, we have the team for you. Call us today, 401-999-5236. If you need a plumber, I hope you'll consider Ray Dion, Dion's Plumbing Systems. From Cumberland, serving the greater Woonsocket area, we do residential and commercial work. We work on kitchens and bathrooms, heating systems, drain cleaning. We're licensed, we're insured. Over 30 years experience from Ray Dion, you can expect clean, neat, dependable, and courteous work. So when the pipes burst, think of Dion's Plumbing first. The number to call is 334-6060, Dion's Plumbing Systems. We do bathrooms, kitchens, heat and hot water systems, and all kinds of special work 
as it relates to plumbing. Dion's Plumbing Systems. Think of us. We'll do it right for you. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. Considered by readers of the call to be the number one radio program right here on WNRI. Thank you very much for selecting us, as you've been doing for year after year after year. I think out of about 15 awards, uh, they're scattered all over the building now. We kind of ran out of wall space. As I revealed when I sat in for John Dion last week, alleged Pentagon document leaker, 21-year-old Jack Texera, from Dighton, Massachusetts, was arrested Thursday. And uh, that was the last program I did. John returned on Friday. And according to Attorney General Merrick Garland, the Air National Guard member is now being investigated for alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Funny thing is that Colonel Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vidman Remember him? Back in 2019 admitted, while being questioned by the House Intelligence Committee, that he had leaked information to an anti-Trump whistleblower at the center of the Democrats' partisan information proceedings when they were trying to get Donald Trump as he was serving as president. Vindman, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman attempted to provide talking points to Trump prior to his infamous Ukraine phone call and then leaked a mischaracterization of the call afterward. Now, how come this creep wasn't arrested like this 21-year-old kid was last week is the question being posed by thegatewaypundit.com which is where I got that story. And I remember that very clearly. And here he is lying to Congress, and he leaked confidential information, which no doubt was classified. And uh, isn't he the guy that also told, uh, was it him or was it Miley, that told China that uh, uh, Trump wasn't going to uh, attack them? (sighs) See, uh, well, maybe rank has privilege in that case. Last week, I did a story about artificial intelligence for short. Both Elon Musk and computer genius Steve Wozniak have both issued warnings about AI and how in some cases it can be used nefariously. Musk went on Fox with Tucker Carlson to tell the world about AI last week. Musk told Carlson and his audience that AI has the potential for destruction of our civilization. Meanwhile, Reuters News Service reports that billionaire Elon Musk is working on launching an artificial intelligence startup that's going to rival chat GPT maker OpenAI, the Financial Times reporting this on Friday, citing people familiar with his plans. The Twitter owner, Mr. Musk, is assembling a team of AI researchers and engineers, according to the FT report, and is also in discussions with some investors in SpaceX and Tesla about putting money into his new venture. Musk's plans for the firm comes weeks after a group of AI researchers and executives, including himself, called for a six-month pause in developing systems more powerful than OpenAI's GPT-4, citing potential risks to society. Companies from Microsoft Corporation to Alphabet Incorporated are pushing to incorporate generative AI. The technology behind chatbot sensation, chat GPT, into their offerings. So all of this talk about AI is going on, as you can see, by three different places that I picked up on it. This one was from Citizen Free Press and the Reuters News Service. Did you know that Republicans have fired back 
at woke Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, and I say it's about time, by moving to defund the George Soros-installed prosecutor's office following the politically motivated indictment of President Donald Trump. Let's hear it for Representative Andy Biggs. He's a Republican from Arizona who's introduced two bills to defund Bragg's office in New York City. This in response to Bragg's Get Trump case. Trump, you may recall, was indicted on 24, make that 34, felony counts of falsifying business records. It's essentially the same charge, just simply repeated 33 more times. Could have done that in a copying machine. But critics have called the case weak, suggesting political motives are behind the move. Beggs serves in the U.S. House of Representatives, which controls federal money. He said, as the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee Subcommittee on Crime and Federal Government Surveillance, I will not allow District Attorney Alvin Bragg to misuse federal resources sent by Congress to fund the weaponized prosecution of a former U.S. president, while blatantly ignoring the soaring crime rate in New York City. Good for you, Representative Andy Biggs. My source, slaynews.com and thelibertydaily.com. So get this. How much is billionaire Donald Trump really worth? Well, since he's a candidate for president, he had to file what's called a Federal Election Commission document outlining his current worth. The business empire he runs is now worth $1.2 billion. So Donald Trump is, in fact, a billionaire. Last year, Trump declared on his FEC financial report that he made at least $282 million after leaving office. Remember, when he was in office, he donated $1.6 million that the president has paid during his four-year term. Trump listed 19 assets, each worth more than $50 million each, which included his golf clubs in Virginia and that other one up there in Turnberry, Scotland. By the way, did you know King Charles of England has a net worth of $750 million, not even close to Donald Trump being a billionaire? My sources, thelibertydaily.com, finance.yahoo.com, and that happens to be a site I visit very often. found it to be uh, very accurate in keeping track of certain things that I keep track of. Did you know, that's for you, Helen, did you know that U.S. debts reported to the VAR system, V-A-E-R-S, rose to 17,396 compared to 35,096 reported into the U.S. agency from around the world. So you notice uh, uh, the U.S. deaths seem to be about half of what was reported from around the world. Remember now, reports to VARs are voluntary. After a complete collapse in the C-19 mRNA injections, only 24 Americans were reported to have died because of COVID to the VARs last week. 24. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the lowest number of weekly deaths since the rollout. Remember, reports to the VARs are completely voluntary. My source for that story... And by the way, the first place you heard about the VARs was right here on this program two years ago. Did you know the Federal Aviation Administration has issued a Starship launch license? Isn't this incredible? A Starship launch license to Elon Musk's SpaceX company. You see, SpaceX aims to launch a Starship as soon as today, 
from its private facility in Texas along the Gulf Coast. You know, he's actually made, he's actually made a joke out of NASA, this guy has. Starship is designed to carry cargo and people beyond Earth and is critical to NASA's plan to return astronauts to the moon. SpaceX won a nearly $3 billion contract from the space agency back in 2021 to use Starship as a crude Luna lander. CF at uh, citizensfreepress.com is my source, as well as CNBC. Now, I've told you before, I've always been terrifically impressed with Elon Musk and his SpaceX uh, ideas. And, you know, Elon Musk, just like Dick Bouchard, says, hey, America drives used cars. Most of us do, right? I've never owned a brand new car. Have you? Well, maybe you have. But Elon Musk got the idea, hey, what is it with NASA launching these beautiful rockets into space and then letting them fall into the ocean never to be seen or used against again so he came up with the idea what do you say we launch something and then bring it back to earth under its own power and let it land uh, without a scratch on it that's what he did nasa never accomplished that uh, with their stuff so he's done, well, I've been telling you program after program how he's done it over and over again. He's got, he's got some of his SpaceX uh, launching devices that have been used over 100 times. It's kind of like us, you see, buying a car that's been used by somebody for a couple of years. Then we buy it and then we use it for a few more years. And then somebody else buys it and uses it for a few more years. And in many cases, I've run into people who've told me they, they've had their, their used car for a dozen years. How about you? So you're just as bright as Elon Musk, except that he applied his idea to space. Well, as I reported last week on the Dion Show... And I think I might have even mentioned it earlier on my own program. Tupperware, formerly made right here in northern Rhode Island, is on the verge of going bankrupt. Well, that kind of bothered me a little bit, perhaps you as well. The sprawling factory that provides hundreds of jobs uh, provided so many jobs that even my mother worked there. Created in 1940s by American entrepreneur Earl Tupper. That's why they call these household storage products Tupperware. They enjoyed a brief resurgence in popularity during the pandemic amid worldwide lockdowns when people were staying at home. But on Monday... The Tupperware company's share price fell to less than $2. You say, well, that's not bad. Well, yeah, but a decade ago, Tupperware shares sold for $100 each. So that's a pretty strong fall from $100 a share down to 2 bucks a share. And there's some question, frankly, as to whether or not they're even going to be around within a week or two. You see, the company reported it lost $28.4 million in its most recent quarter amid higher costs, inflationary pressures, and lower sales. My source for this story, NBCNews.com, and I also saw it on CitizenFreePress.com. Wait till you hear this next story. This one's going to... It's what's going to set you back on on your heels. Talking about money. Let's just see how few people were in a position to purchase a football team that was for sale. Well, there was one for sale. Did you know it? No, it wasn't the Patriots. No, it wasn't Tampa Bay. But a new record has been set for the purchase of a football team. The record had been held by the Denver Broncos 
for 10 years until the Washington, make that 10 months, I believe, uh, until the Washington commanders in the NFC went up for sale after 24 years. And guess what it sold for? $6 billion. Yep, somebody had $6 billion to buy the Washington Commanders. Have you ever even watched them play football? <laughs> when the Washington Commanders were playing, I'm not sure that it was even televised. Must have been televised by somebody. Anyway, the Broncos, who were purchased for $4.6 billion, sat on top of the list of how much somebody would pay for an NFL football team and a professional sports team. But that record stood for a mere 10 months before being shunted down into the number two slot on this very expensive list. Billionaire Elon Musk, who I just talked about, had decided the price tag was too high for him to pay. I, th- I think he didn't want to pay more than $4 billion f- for <laughs> the Washington Commanders. So the team said, no, nope, no, we're not going to sell for $4 billion. And they found some sucker. I don't know who it was. I, I, I think I had his name, but doesn't matter. $6 billion for the Washington Commanders football team. Well, you weren't interested? <laughs> Can you picture yourself being charged differently when you pull up to the gas pump if you happen to be worth more than the person driving the car in front of you in the same gas station? Think about that. But let's just say I'm behind you and I'm worth more than you are. It's possible I am. Hard to believe, but in California... They are proposing a bill to do this. They're going to sell electricity to you based on how much you're worth rather than how many miles you drive. (laughs) The greenies who brought electric cars to us are really going to be thrilled about this. Listen to this now. Under the proposal, households will see a fixed rate covering basic electricity and the utilities company's operating costs on a scale based on your household income. Leave it up to California to come up with something crazy like this. The proposal is certain to provoke outrage in a state that has already the highest income tax rate in the country. In case you're wondering, it's a whopping 13.3% on the biggest earners. My source, Breitbart.com. So the guy in front of me, he gets gas cheaper than me because I make more money than him. You're next on WNRI. Go ahead. (laughs) What do you think of that? Is that crazy? That was awfully quick. Oh. I, I was—I uh, thought I'd be on hold for a while. How are you, my patriot friend? Well, I thought—I thought I'd go to you before the break. Now, just trying to be kind to you. So, rather than how much time have we got? And I'll be kind to you. Uh, much- a couple of minutes. <laughs> go ahead. Tell me what's on your mind. Okay. Well, what's on my mind is uh, remember when the movie came out called "The Blue and the Gray." There was a movie regarding the Civil War. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, it wasn't that many, too many years back, but <laughs> uh, I often think these days of wonder if it's going to, another movie will be made down the road, if there's a Hollywood left then. But uh, What would be it, the it name of it? <laughs> perhaps the blue and the red. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were headed there, go ahead. The I blue and the red. <laughs> sure, the blue and the red. Well, I'll tell you, uh, this entire program every week is basically a, uh, a recom- uh, recapitulation of what the blue and the red have done over the past week. I mean, what, what, what do you think of this crazy idea that they came up in California? If I make more money than you, uh, I'm going to pay uh, more electricity uh, than you in California. Will you give me a break? 
I was listening to that uh, over the weekend, but with uh, I don't know if it was Will and Grace. I don't know if you hear them. Uh, they're out of the out of the Cape area. No, but uh, but uh, on Sundays, I think Will and Grace. Uh, mm-hmm. and well, they must have read it the same place I did on Breitbart.com because frankly, I didn't see it anywhere else. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'd be lying to you because I listen to too much from too many different areas to be accurate in what I'm telling you. To be well, honest with you, where, where but you know something? It? It's my brother that uh, forced me, or no, forced me. He suggested to me that when I do these stories, he says some of the stories, Dick, that you come up with are so far fetched that people are telling me you're making them up. So he says, you know, you ought to consider telling them where you get them from because it, you know for example this california story is so ridiculous that uh, right. you know that uh, people that make more money are going to pay more at the pump than uh than you or are going to pay more for electricity than the guy next door i i, I seriously hey, dick dick do me a favor take a look and listen at the x22report.com See what you take away, and see. And then you can throw some of that out. I, I don't. I, I w- I'd be wasting your time for me to try to do it intelligently, but I'm sure you could take it and listen to it and make something of it to put out to the people who are still patriots and proud patriots and will never, ever, ever surrender. All right, I will, and I wrote it down, and I will check it out, and I'll let you know next week what I think of it. Okay. Aye, aye, sir. Take care. Good luck. Long live the new republic. All right. Thank you very, very much for listening. All right. And uh, I appreciate that call, and I uh, thought I'd uh, slow down on my break here for a moment just uh, so I could let him in. And uh, so now we're going to take our break. We thank you very much for uh, tuning in this morning. Um, delighted uh, to have you with us. And uh, the break starts now. Matthew and Nelv invite you to drop off your laundry at M&N Laundromat. We wash, dry, fold when you drop off for only a dollar a pound. Includes detergent, bleach softener, dryer sheets with clear plastic bags. Pickup and delivery is available too. We have all commercial front load machines, 20 pounds, 30, 40, 60 pounds, and 80 pound washers. And enjoy our 65 inch flat screen TV and free Wi-Fi while you're here. Commercial accounts are also welcome including nursing homes and restaurants. We have the equipment to do the big jobs with washers up to 100 pounds and dryers up to 45 pounds. Have a question? Call us at 769-9661. The husband and wife team, Matthew and Nell, invite you to stop by our 389 Willow Street location. Matt is a Woonsocket native and proud to say M&N Laundromat is locally owned and operated. Funny, I was thinking about this uh, commercial I'm going to do next for the Benjamin Agency. Uh, but, uh, you know, in Florida, they don't have cellars. So the question is, are you covered if water or sewer backs up into your home from any sewer pipe or drain? And most people learn too late that such damage is not covered by traditional homeowner policies. However, the Benjamin Allstate Agency now offers coverage to protect you from such damage, and with the heavy rains that we had this year, it might concern you. Water backup coverage also protects you from drainage, from failed sump pumps, for example. This is especially important if you happen to have one of those beautiful finished basements. I've been in some finished basements that are nicer than the inside of my house on the first floor. Policies up to $5,000, $10,000, or even $25,000 coverage are available with as little as $500 deductible. So, why don't you call 401-765-5000 or stop in at either agency across from CVS at Park Square, the other office at 72 South Main Street in South Bellingham to learn more. That's the Benjamin Allstate Agency, ready to serve you right now. Charlie's Tire and Service Center in Bellingham is the go-to shop for all your tire and mechanical needs. Serving Bellingham, Franklin, Blackstone, and nearby communities for well over 40 years. We specialize in tires, wheel alignments, and general auto maintenance and repair. South Main Street at Route 126 in Bellingham, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturdays till noon. Stop in and talk to our service manager at Charlie's Tire and Service Center. Call us at 508-883-1211 and make an appointment. You can check us out on Facebook, too. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. 
the blue and the red. <laughs> I like that. So he wants me to check out x22.com. I will. I, de I definitely will. You've probably heard me, if you're a regular listener, that I have announced the list of the 20 different websites that I visit over the course of the week just to put this program together. So I may have to expand that list to 21 if I like it. Donald Trump revealed this weekend to Breitbart.com that he's leading in the states of Massachusetts and Texas, polling by almost 50 points over his nearest rivals. And guess what? Donations have passed $34 million since he was indicted by that New York City grand jury on charges that even failed to mention what crime he had committed. It seems like the indictment from woke Democrat Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg and the intense national focus on his arraignment has only fueled Trump's surge. In general election numbers, two post-indictment YouGov surveys nationally put Trump ahead of President Joe Biden and a Rasmussen report survey showed Trump expanding his lead to 7% over the incumbent president. My source is Breitbart.com. Somebody else somebody else wants to talk to us. Hi, you're next on WNRI. Go ahead. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Did you hear that, uh, you know, all these government agencies have to drop TikTok, but not Joe Biden. He's going to keep his TikTok account. Yeah, <laughs> well, now some government. I don't. Re, I don't believe there's a national, uh, a federal requirement yet. But I do know that uh, many states have adopted. Uh, you know, you may not use TikTok if you are a government employee in a particular state. I don't see that as a. Did, did you hear that this is a uh, presidential only? In other words, about all other federal, uh, I don't think so. Have you, are no, you positive of that? Just, yeah. It's mostly in certain states. Yeah, isn't that lovely? Um, <laughs> yeah, it sure is. <laughs> oh, my God. And then one more quick thing that stenographer, that was Joe's stenographer, uh, and he would go with them wherever he went. Uh huh. And he, he has written a book. But he's also been on TV telling a few things that actually happened, especially with the Burisma account. Within three days, um, Joe Biden encouraged so, them to do fracking, which he doesn't believe in over here. And then Hunter got on, got to be the... Uh, Got a job with Barisma. Yeah, so well, everybody knows that. So this yeah. this book was written by a stenographer who followed Joe Biden around. Is that what you're telling everywhere, us? Everywhere, everywhere uh, he went. All right, you know his name by any chance? No, not. I can't think of uh, it. But well, look it up, and I'll report it next week. How's that? Okay. Oh, that's going to be... I'll check it uh, out. Yeah, I, 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 I scanned over the story, but I didn't write it up for this week. But uh, it'll, it'll be uh, useful next week. All right? Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Okay. I'm pleased to report that I've learned that the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, told Breitbart News that the time has come to declare Mexican cartels terrorists and he wants american troops embedded to the border in order to fight them mccarthy told the washington bureau chief of breitbart that's matt boyle by the way uh who he wants to give credit to texas governor Abbott, saying it shouldn't be his job to secure the border look what's gone on said mccarthy these cartels are making billions of dollars and they're involved in human trafficking, right? But they're using weapons. They're shooting. We've watched in broad daylight what they would do and can do and have done with no respect for life or for Americans. Trump, for his part, in January, you may recall, released a policy video that I told you about in which he explained that if he gets elected president again, he would treat the cartels 
just like he treated ISIS under his administration. My source for that story, Breitbart.com. Did you know, again, Helen, the other Helen, the big three networks are carefully avoiding reporting the missteps of the Joe Biden administration, Joe Biden and his family, and focusing on trying to bring down Donald Trump. They monitored over a 20-day period, starting March 16th to April the 5th, ABC, NBC, CBS, and they noted that they filled their early evening, morning, and Sunday roundtables with 658 minutes, that's 10 hours, 58 minutes, and 17 seconds, of Trump investigation coverage, compared to zero seconds spent on the Biden family's corruption stories. All right, 658 minutes compared to zero minutes on Biden. On average, network audiences saw almost 33 minutes per day of Trump investigation stories. NBC was the worst. They devoted the most amount of coverage to the Trump investigations. It was four hours and 40 seconds. Followed by ABC, three hours, 40 minutes, eight seconds. And CBS in third place with three hours, 17 minutes, 29 seconds. And again, zero against Biden. Isn't it striking how the big three networks have completely avoided any mention of the most recent Biden family scandals, while at the same time obsessively reporting on the Trump investigations? Fortunately, most of us have smartphones and various ways to get opposing views and radio to counteract liberal media. My source, newsbusters.org. The Democrats have selected Chicago for their national convention. How interesting, because that's the same city where 688 people have been killed over the last 12 months and have just elected another far-left mayor to be in charge. This list is updated daily by the Cooks County Medical Examiner's Office, and you can view it where I found it on whatfinger.com. Did you know the majority of Americans believe more U.S. churches are abandoning their core Christian beliefs in favor of woke leftist ideology? This is according to a very recent vast Rasmussen poll. While over 75% of the poll's respondents said religious faith, faith is important to them, those who attend services at least weekly were more likely to agree that churches are abandoning their core traditional beliefs. The view that the church is losing its Christian traditions is shared by 52% of evangelical Christians, 34% of Catholics, 30% of Protestants, and 41% of Jews, according to that poll. Today is a holiday in the Bay State, Patriots Day. That's right. It's also the day the Boston Marathon is run, and the runners take off from Hopkinton to Boston for 26 miles on foot to the finish line in Boston. Only one member of my immediate family has ever run a marathon, and that's my cousin Kevin. He finished doing five-minute miles. <laughs> the best I've, I've ever run was eight-minute miles. And uh, well, actually, I came in at seven-and-a-half-minute miles in the Cumberland four-mile road race. But my Autumn Fest 6K official time was 48 minutes. These days, at 84 years old, I'm lucky to do four miles in an hour. But I'm okay with that. Well, guess what? On Saturday, I was joined by two of my great-grandchildren, Chase and Cooper Bouchard, who decided to go four miles with me on Menden Road. And I assure you, they had no problem keeping up with Pepe, Rock, and Dick. I wear 
something called a smart watch. Do you have one of those? It measures my jogging and walking. So last week I logged 28.4 miles. The previous week I logged 36.94 miles. These Fitbits seem to remember everything, including my resting heart rate, which it says averages 62 beats per minute. Keep on beating, baby. Not bad for a $5 purchase that I made at a yard sale in upstate New York. No matter how accused document leaker Jack Texera, a 21-year-old Dighton, Massachusetts, Air National Guardsman was able to obtain sensitive documents and release them to the world, the information revealed suggests that the Biden administration is hiding things about national security and lying to us. According to Fred Fleets, he's a former chief of staff of the National Security Council. He was on Newsmax yesterday. The document revealed that the Ukrainian war is going much worse than admitted, and it looks like Taiwan is extremely vulnerable to losing an invasion from China because of Chinese missiles. Frights was on Newsmax Wake Up America. You might have caught it. These are things that were not known before the disclosure. And it's not justifying the leaks, but is an issue that Congress has got to investigate. Fleet said that Texera most likely accessed the information through Intel Link. That's a classified system. He told the audience we now have 18 intelligence agencies and as we add more agencies we add more people and they demand security clearances many of us listening including myself have held top secret security clearances as we worked in various government agencies newsmac.com did you know it's been nearly a year since someone leaked the Supreme Court decision on Roe versus Wade. And we still don't know who did it. But it sure has had some effect on the midterm elections as Generation Z went nuts over the Supreme Court decision. Whether or not it affected them or not, especially in this state. Isn't it also interesting how Democrat Senator Kristen Gillibrand wants a Senate hearing on the intelligence leak, but not a word from anyone about the Supreme Court leak that still remains a mystery. What do you think of that? Well, that's my show for this week. That's the research I've done. And uh, let me see if uh, x22.com is worthy of my regular visits. In the meantime, I'd like to thank you all very much for listening to our program. Thank you very much for listening to WNRI, and stay tuned for the latest news coming in from satellite. WNRI. Woonsocket, Rhode Island.